Okay, guys. Here we are. Tarantinoing it. You'll have to wait till the end to figure <laughs> you out why. Know. You, won't you won't even know. You won't know how deep it goes. He is James from Craving Strange. I am Mike from Something Heavy. Together we are Bacon is My yeah. Passion. And this yeah. is Bacon is My Podcast on Strangerhood TV YouTube channel. What is up, James? It might be. It might be. But it is probably not the greatest podcast you will ever hear. It this we, was about we're music and stuff. We're things and stuff and music and and yeah. today is very much about music. Yeah. This is the first thing you're hearing. But we're many drinks deep yeah. into uh the second hour of the last thing we recorded, which may or may not even come out. Ever behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you just peek behind the bacon. Ooh, you can use that in so many ways. You can. It's, this it's, this it's name delicious. was the best name that we could have, or you could have ever come up with. Wow, we yeah, it was it it was an us thing, man. It was an us. Well, I wouldn't have come up with it had I not. You been came drunk up with it, and at your place, and yeah. About to go play a Christmas acoustic yeah. show, yeah, for the kids. You were wasted, and you came to my house, and you were like, I'm hurting. I was like, I got a little Jameson left. Do you want? He said, just give me a shot. I'll be fine. <laughs> and then we drove from Seaford yeah. to uh, Long Beach, was it? Long Beach. Yeah. Long Beach. And there we were. We killed it. We did uh, Double Rainbow. Yeah. And Ben, ben the, the intruder. intruder. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good Raping freaking stuff. There, <laughs> and <laughs> Hide your kids. Yeah. Go YouTube. You're on YouTube now. You're watching us on YouTube, I hope. Yeah. Go, so, go look. It's it's a hit a new tab. Nobody remembers that shit anymore. Hit a new tab. Look up Double Rainbow. Look up Ben the Intruder. Yeah. You won't be sad that you've done so. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the recording process. We're going to be a little bit more straightforward. This is going to be like a serious show. We've done three kind of random put together what happens in our head shit. A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling, a little bit of comic books, a lot of uh, yeah. backpacks. Mm, uh, backpacks. Backpacks. Are, but they're great. Those are great too. Um, but this one, we're going to kind of play a little bit more more of the uh the straight and narrow here yeah a little more focused yeah i like it i don't know if i like it i don't either i'm surprised that the focused one is um three drinks in yeah to be honest it's it's alarming although i will say that um three drinks to focus us kind of makes sense if you think about it because we're a little scattered to begin with. Oh. Get yeah. a few drinks in, we focus. <laughs> a few more drinks in, we start to scatter a little bit. A few more drinks in. This is that uh, window. Yeah. Yeah. This could this could fall way off at any point. Right, right. But you're going to hear the window. The window of wonderment. 
that is recording, songwriting, holding up lyrics and shit. Yeah. Should be fun. So enjoy. See, I, I write in all caps. Do you? What, are you screaming every time you write? I think so. That's just, that's just your demeanor? I don't know. I need to write this down! I mean, when I type, when I type, people make fun of me because even in texts, I'm very... I always have punctuation and, and I put stuff in the right place and always capitalizing and stuff like that. And when I handwrite... Everything's in caps. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesting. It's odd. When I when I write, a lot of things are a straight line. It's like the first letter, and then like a like scratch, 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 straight line, and then another letter. I kind of I don't you know get that. how like online you'll have those things where someone will send you a um, send you a meme or something where it'll be. Uh, like a word that they've taken most of the letters out of and you'll still be able to read the sentence. Yeah. That's how I write on a daily basis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, as long as it... Choose your own adventure. It's very like... (laughs) (laughs) Fill in the blanks. I'm counting on your brain to figure out what I'm saying. Yeah, I I actually... At work, I just do a lot of shorthand stuff too. And, And nobody knows what the hell I'm writing, which is pretty awesome. But, uh, but yeah, if I, if I'm writing out lyrics or anything nowadays, honestly, I don't have fucking time to sit down with a book and, and that's what sucks is because every time I go down a stationary aisle, I'm like, I need, I need this. And I grab a fucking notebook and and I'm all excited. Yeah. I I mean, what for now you get, you get the phone, you get the, yeah. My iPad's great though. Once I, once I figured out how to like that I could use the pencil and I could write like it's a notebook. That's awesome. But it, it doesn't feel the same. Like I used to, um, I used to buy a bunch of notebooks based on like what they looked like and what was on them and just what I was feeling that day and stuff. And I would buy one. And if I started writing in it, it would end up being like, that would be the one I would kind of go to. And I have like albums that were written in one notebook. And like once I finished the record, I put the notebook away and I was just like, all right, I'm done with that one. And I would grab another one and try and write another one. And, and it, I don't know. They all kind of developed meaning to me in some way or another. And uh, there's just different ways of writing. And all like I'd get small ones. And so I would write like much shorter. And I'd have like, like weirdly, I'd be like a paragraph. And then um, the then I would have like the next paragraph to the right of it for some reason. And I I could write out of order. And I had these weird ways of just kind of like doing weird Zodiac codes to myself that I would understand later (laughs) when I would try and uh, try and redo the song and stuff. And now I find them. And sometimes I'll actually like, I'll read it and I'll totally understand it. It'll take me a minute and I'll be like, Oh yeah, this is why I did this this way. But other times I look at it and it's like, okay, um, I need to, hire a detective <laughs> to get through this <laughs> the I have uh no idea what the hell i'm writing the little or- orphan annie uh decodering would, yeah, would help exactly. you exactly um, send away actually something. <laughs> i actually so recently because <clears throat> uh you know i'm sure uh, uh, 
most of our listeners know that I just moved all of my shit into my studio outside. I, so, I don't think most listeners know it. We got to think about the fact that we're reaching new people all the time. All the time. So anyway, I was down in my basement. All of my shit was down in the basement. But then uh, COVID hit and my wife was nice enough to be like, yeah, go build a fucking studio in your garage, in our garage. Nice enough, a.k.a. you need to go outside with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, Which yeah. Which turned so, out to be the best thing because you have a pretty sweet setup. Yeah. So uh, here I am. But <clears throat> now, because I, I took all the essentials up, there's still so much other shit down there that she's like, and, and myself included. I'm like, oh, man, there's so much other shit that I just don't want to put up there. So I got to I guess you got to throw stuff out or figure out another home for it or whatever. But I, came I know someone across... that's going to uh, I know someone that's going and selling things every every weekend in Jersey. Yeah, but, uh, you know, actually, uh, maybe. But yeah, I was she actually found a bunch of shit and I've got like old lyrics in in. Every oh, nice. which every which way, yep. that they could be done. I uh, notepad. So the notepad function on a on a oh wow on a Windows. So I I started it out that way and then write. So I'm I'm looking wrote. at for everyone listening. I'm looking at a uh, a page that is typed. It starts out typed, but typed up on the lower. Like if you cut the paper, put it. If you fold the paper into fourths, right? So you have like that X, that cross in the middle of the paper. So now you have four quadrants. The top left is typed. Typed, nicely spaced. Nicely spaced. You could uh, clearly defined paragraphs. And then That's what I do. To the right of it, it looks like it's in pencil. I don't know for sure, but it looks like pencil yeah. because it's lighter. It's definitely a different there's, pen. There's pencil. There's pen. There, it's, yep. I've got like... I got. I think you've got I four, messed around four separate here. boxes that this right seem here. to be in different writing utensils, and also like somewhat different penmanship. Also, so um, it's it's really like a you got. We're examining your right and left brain there. Yeah, all over maybe. that thing. And then this, I'm pretty sure this is me going. We should probably change the structure of the song because all I see is verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, verse. <laughs> and yeah so that's the thing and i uh, find so, um yeah i i just got uh, you know she gave me this huge like this book of just tons of like tons of shit and it's pretty cool like reading back but then there's like sometimes you read back at these things and you're like what what's wrong with you stop being such a pussy <laughs> Because this is definitely stuff from before I was twenty-one, and you know. Well, yeah, our our, uh, our lyrical content in our in our previous years, especially our formative, like learning how to write. I know at least mine. Yeah. It was a lot of like, um, either it was like a lot of rhymes, or it was yeah. just overly, overly like. Um, overly sappy type of 
yeah emotional stuff which yeah. i guess this... like the the songs are still that they're overly sappy emotional stuff but i'm just better at phrasing them now yeah i think anyway yeah. um but yeah i'll look i'll look at old lyrics although sometimes i'll find old lyrics and i'll be like man i used to be good <laughs> <laughs> I'll, apparently I'll apparently i i didn't always write in all caps either which is yeah. which is new yeah I, I was noticing that a little bit too i didn't even i i didn't so i wonder when that switch happened we'll have to investigate yeah. go One through day. the archives i find i find stuff all the time that um i'll have what looks to be a chord progression on top of the page and um, and then it'll be like underneath the chord progression because I I know how to read music but I'm very slow with it mm -hmm. right um, I know how to write tablature I don't know right. how to write guitar in uh, notation I can't write I can read it but I can't write it it, okay. it just takes me way too long to do it um, but I only have put that skill set together over the last number of years that I've been teaching. Yeah. Before that, um, nothing. And and I'm always interested to I'm, see how people write things down to remember them um, as musicians. Like, like Annie has a way of writing chord progressions out where if she writes um, A5, it means A on the fifth fret. So that okay. means a power chord. Power chord, right? yeah. Um, whereas to me, A5 means just your, it's, it's an A5. It's an open A with, um, with the secondary E note. Right. right? That's because E is the fifth note yeah. in the progression or in the scale. So that's what an A5 is to me. So when I see that or I'll see D um, and it'll be like, I guess D5 would be the same thing. And I'm like, right. okay, so that's on the A string, you know, like that's how she writes it out. Huh. Uh, and it took me a second because I'm looking at I'm looking at her notes one time, and I'm like, what does any of this mean? Like, how do you how do you do this? <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. What is this weird code that you're writing in? And uh, and for me, I look back on old things, and it'll be really weird because it'll be like um, it'll be like F sharp E B because I wrote every song with that progression right. for a long time. And, um, but then underneath it, there'll be a bunch of little dashes and there'll be like 16 dashes and then a little space and then two dashes that are closer together than the other dashes. <laughs> and I'll be yeah. like, am I trying to write a rhythm? Is that what I was doing? Cause Maybe. I have no idea what that means when I'm looking at it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what I did. A lot of the times when so before, so for the past, uh, what what's it been, dude? Like it's got to be every bit of ten, eleven years, right? Uh, maybe more, maybe maybe twelve. I I've been able to kind of record myself, even if it's not good at all. I, I mean, actually, you know, pretty much all of my musical career. I've always had some sort of recording apparatus, even if it, even if it was the old Tascam shitty right, cassette four things. tracks. Yeah, yeah, I actually, dude, I took that seriously. 
I I went in and I I mixed and stuff like that. I had the four nice. track. Um, I had the four track and I had a like a small four channel mixer, and I would we would all do it live, and then I would mix down, and then I would have our singer sing, Come and then I would do yeah, and then I would do you know backups after that, but. I think I think that's kind of just what I've always done for for uh, coming up with a song. And, and the other thing too is is um, jamming. Like I, I don't remember always coming to the table with a riff or a chord progression or, or whatever it may be. I think I think uh, you know before I was a singer, it was always just jamming, and we just elaborate on a jam, and then. Um, yeah, it's just I'm at the point where I don't remember like writing without, without having something to some remember kind of that. Recording. Yeah. That's awesome. I I fought that. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Um every time I like I would get them because I would have every intention to do it. And um it just never felt uh it never inspired me to do it that way. It always felt like it was making it harder for me because the way I write, I, I just sit down with a guitar and I sit down with a notebook or whatever. And I just kind of write and I just kind of put stuff together and I, and I go back and I, I redo stuff and I, I flip things around. Um, I'll try pieces in different areas and I, and I do all that stuff. But when it came time to do it while like recording, and like set putting a setting up a mic and um like getting everything to sound right and then edit it or mix it or anything like that it was always just kind of like it's just me and a guitar why am i doing this this is annoying and so when it when i got when i got the first phone that i had that had like some kind of a voice memo on it and i actually had a a, a regular voice memo um, a digital voice recorder. Yeah, yeah I, I had one of those too. Yeah, before I had a phone with one. And um, and I would do that. When I had a four track, I literally wouldn't use four tracks. I would record something on a tape and then I would be annoyed because I couldn't just go back and quickly like record over it or I couldn't record another thing and listen to them back to back quickly. You know, and it, it, it's like I was, my brain was like, I need this to be digital. Yeah, <laughs> I need this to be fast. Yeah. And so I, I always kind of fought it because it stopped me. I would start setting stuff up and then I would lose whatever inspiration I had going on because I felt like I was having to get too technical with it. Um, and it wasn't till like really now that I'm like, right. kind of like, I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm yeah. finding um, I'm I'm finding some fun in figuring it out through um through this process uh because setting a mic up and getting sound and and getting things to do a podcast or to do like a quick little video thing for a for a will it sound good acoustic or something like that it doesn't feel like recording to me yet but i'm yeah. learning how to use all the stuff to do something else yeah so that when i sit down to set it up for recording i can kind of have it set up because for me, if it's set up and all I have to do is like hit record, 
and then I don't have to think about it again until I have to name it to save it, then I'm cool. It's a good thing. Then it's awesome. Yeah. But if I have to like do a bunch of shit to start, I'm like, <laughs> I just, I just want to sit down and play guitar and like try and write a song or, or I'm, yeah. I'm or I'm motivated to write. I don't want to fucking set up a bunch of gear. I just want to write. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what though? Uh, you, you've always got a space like, since I've known you, at least you've always had a space that you could do that. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I found to be usually the problem. Um, actually, so, and, and it got me thinking that the, the whole task cam thing and stuff like that. So I used to use the task cam in the late nineties, early two thousands. And I would, I would take that and I would, you remember the old, old, you know, the, the Windows computers that would have a, like, a recording device, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. So what I would literally do is I'd take the, uh, the RCA right left out of the Tascam, plug it into the microphone of the computer, and that's how I would do my mix downs. So you of, were like doing digital mix downs. I was do I was doing digital mix downs because because in the early two thousands you needed to have CDs. So right. I had my you know my four X uh, CD burner. So every you know hour and a half I'd have a new CD, and uh, yeah, we would just that's how we would duplicate CDs. Um, well, you were the first that's, person. That's kind of that- what I wanted to do. Yeah, you're um, the first it, person that I knew that got a uh, that got a like a CD printer duplicator thing. I thought yeah. that was super cool when you got that. Yeah, it it was super cool. The problem was is that it wasn't it just wasn't well developed. Um, right. you know, uh for whatever reason the, the it it was a small company who created it and I think they were just too big for their britches. And right. uh, that sound was me throwing away my little airline yeah, bottle. Yeah, I saw. Because I, I poured it in my thing. So if anybody heard that, that was a bank shot off the wall into the trash nice. can because uh, nice. because we're musicians, so we're good at sports. <laughs> Which means yeah, I'm man. Pick that That's up off uh... the floor before I leave. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. You know what? I need to go get a drink too, but I don't have one like immediately available this is this is the last of mine this is my last drink that i have available right now yeah well it's too bad you're not here otherwise you would have shared it i know yeah well uh next week so next week (laughs) next week week. i'll be there yeah good good god damn it so um so yeah i'll talk a little bit while you get yourself a drink i will talk about my experience with uh CD burning and stuff like that. For CD burning and recording. CD burning and recording. With what James. We did, um, like, I was in a band where we pretty much had to have all that stuff. And we, we were very um, adamant that our stuff look as pro as possible. And, um, and to me, like, CDs were a giveaway. Uh, I, I use them instead of flyers. 
So we tried all kinds of stuff. We did the CD printing route. We uh, we got one of those old sticker punches where like you would um, you would print stuff out on a regular printer sheet, and then it would have stickers, the little round stickers, and then you would put them on your CD, and you would have to use kind of like a um, squeegee type system, like they do with uh, with your phone uh, protective um, your protective glass to get the bubbles out. It would be that kind of idea. And I would uh, I would put the stickers on the CDs, and s- most of the time they were pretty good. Sometimes there'd be a little air bubble in them. Sometimes they'd be a little off center, but at least we had CDs to give out to people, and they didn't look like um, they didn't look like a sharpie written on it, which um, I still like that. You know, I I always I came up in a very uh, with a very like DIY punk rock. Um, mindset and so i like that stuff i like lo-fi i like that type of aesthetic but for us it was uh it was like well our band can't be the band that's handing out cds with sharpie on them so we're going to print out the cover on these things and then sticker them on uh and then that <laughs> I was went just, to i was literally i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt yeah, but i was i was the immediately after i walked out I was like, oh, man, CD stompers. We yeah. got to talk about CD stompers. <laughs> and now exactly. I walk in, and that's exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so once I graduated from the I, – I was basically saying that, like, um, I, I have, I've kind of not been as embracing of technology for the aspect of songwriting and, and recording – uh, I've embraced the technology. I just haven't learned to use it myself. I've been like, well, let me let me find somebody who's already good at this, so that I can just all I ever wanted to do is I just wanted to like write songs, sing and play. I don't want to do anything else, right? And um, but I also had this mindset, and every band I've ever been in has had this mindset of we have to look more pro. We have to we have to come across like we have our shit together more than than anyone else around you know not not to compete with them but just because i what i see everybody else doing i want to make sure that our stuff stands out from that so i didn't want to hand out um just flyers i wanted to hand out cds i didn't want to hand out cds with sharpie on them i wanted to hand out cds with some kind of printing on them um, right. I wanted full color printing on them when everybody started handing out stuff that was like you could get the stompers and they were putting stuff out. So we had to do like full color. So the color was running <laughs> like because they're not, I still you know, have, it, it, I still it have like the... shit because it was too dark, you know, and we couldn't afford to get more stuff. So it was like we we're putting them on anyway. And they were like, you couldn't see everything. And, uh, and I so, still have the sick as Monday one. Yeah. And and yeah. once we found a place that would actually uh, do the printing for us, then we just kind of outsourced it. And we were like, okay, yeah. cool. We'll, we'll do, you know, I had a drummer that could record stuff. And so we would record the stuff. And then I found a place that would do the printing. So they would print it and we'd order CDs. And then I found a cheaper place that would sell me CD cases. So yeah. we would have an assembly line at the studio because I didn't want to spend the extra 40 bucks cause we didn't have it. Right. And, and you know, like I was very, uh, I penny pinched a lot um, as, as a as a guy that lived in his van. <laughs> you know, it was like <laughs> I was penny pinching you, because you, I was just 
because much. you you were roughing it a little bit. Well, I so I was you understood. I kind of it was kind of an all for the cause thing. It was like yeah. okay, if I can afford to get I can afford to work with the better printing place, and I can get better looking jewel cases if I buy them separate, and that just means that everybody has to do a little bit more work, and that I'm okay with. I don't mind right. doing the work. I have no problem stuffing envelopes if somebody else prints it out. <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to have to print it out and stuff the fucking envelope. <laughs> right. 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 But then as as time has moved on, it's just been I've found that like I'm able to um have a little bit more control over what we do if I learn a little bit more about everything because the more I leave to other people, the more chances there are for, for things to either not get done or, or not get done uh, correctly or there to be an issue that I have to take care of. And I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. deal with anything. But yeah, I just, man, I just want to sing and, and, and write songs. I just want to sing songs that I wrote. Because <laughs> I could sing. <laughs> I could go sing. for Right, you could something. just go, go do something. You know something. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like that's something that you can do, um, and and cool. If that's your thing. If if your thing is just like I want to perform, I want to sing, and I don't care what it is that I sing, uh, or whatever. That's awesome. But I just never had that. I was like, I want to sing my own songs. I want to play my own songs. I want to do it with a full band. I you know I don't want to go do an acoustic tour. I I don't want to like. I I like the four dudes in a vehicle <laughs> touring and I, I like that I like that that like you know I was saying while you were getting a drink I was like I, I just grew up with that like DIY punk aesthetic and and that mindset and so it's like you get your you get your group and then you go wage war on the world yeah <laughs> and that's that's always what appealed to me and so I've had to learn over time that like Okay, um, you can still do that, but you can't do it the same way because the right. way doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, you know, the way like, the uh, way changes too. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to fight a, a drone with a samurai sword. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like it just doesn't. You got to get a drone, man. You got yeah. samurai swords are awesome, but I'm not taking one into battle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's it, yeah, it, it, for me too, you know, um it came out of necessity and you know, I I just I always took to it uh at a real young age because you know, I would just save up my money and save up my money and be like, okay, well what does my band need? Okay, we need to f record. I'll get a fucking four track. <laughs> And I just went out and I yeah, got a four very, track and a bunch of mics. You're a very practical thinker. You are like, it, well, you know, and it works. Like it's it's a good way to be. You know what I mean? But you're that way um, in general that I've noticed is that you're very like, here's a problem. Let me figure out how I can solve that problem. Yeah, and I think that's uh, you know, and and uh, you know, f from so for my work, I work with contractors, and. I've had contractors at my house and I fucking hate it because I, <laughs> right. it's because I, I, you know, like I just, I would rather just fix it. Just let me, let me put the time in. Let me put the research in. Right. I'll, I'll just fucking do it myself. <laughs> I just, 
it's just easier uh, to just do it myself. Um, so yeah, just like at a young age, I got that task cam and, uh, it, it was working out pretty well. Everything that I did on it sounded awful, like absolutely <laughs> atrocious, Right. but, but I, I was, I did it and, and I was, you know, at the time I was like, well, you know what I didn't, and we're talking about early two thousands, you know, and how much money did you need to go record three or four songs at that, at that time? About $2,500. About $2,500. <laughs> you know, like I, I was able to get our songs listenable, not, not good, but they were listenable and we, I was able to grow a fan base with just that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as time moved, moved on, you know, we went into the digital age and it was one of those things where you look around and you go, man, this shit's, it's attainable. It's no right. longer also had that. Like I'm already doing this in this way. Now here's a product or a means to do it in a way that cuts out some of the issues that I'm having already. Right. It cuts out some of the sound issues that you run into. It cuts out some of the extra work to keep track of, keep things organized. Right. You know, so it kind of like is continuously streamlining the process that you already started with. Right. Right. Which it, is, and which is another, why that works so well, I think. I, I, uh, and another thing too is is just, you know, over the past, I don't know, maybe ten years. Um, I mean, let's face it, you can go and you can make a great record for, you know, five grand yeah. now. You can also go on Amazon and Sweetwater and spend five grand and spend five grand on an absolutely insane studio. And And I'm serious. You can have... You can get some incredible equipment. You can buy the fucking computer if you wanted right. for five grand right. and make a great sounding record. But you just need to put the time and effort and research in. That's all. And I was willing. I was more than willing to put the time and the research in because you know I loved it. And and you know I I went to school for recording for a little bit and and whatnot and it's you know stories for another podcast or maybe the patreon it was you know good f <laughs> three or four times i did that uh i had the but, opportunity to do that and i went for business and marketing instead yeah because <laughs> i was I like what am i going to use more yeah. i'm in a band man i need marketing and business yeah and well you do now i i, I you do yeah but i probably should have taken some recording classes yeah but that's why i have you <laughs> that's well yeah that's why i'm here now so <laughs> Like I said, I find somebody that, that I know can do it, and I learn from them, and I learn from them. And I'm happy to teach. If, uh, uh, if anybody liked uh, or, or heard or listened to uh, Craving Strange's um, Father Christmas cover last Christmas for oh, yeah. 2019, um, Mike, Mike did that. That was, that was all you coming to the studio and us. Yeah, that's uh, right. And we had less, we had less gear than we have now, right? 
We have better drum mics now. Both of we us. A, yeah, we we. <laughs> Both of us. So. Well, the the other thing too was, uh, you you approached me and you were like, "Hey, uh, I want to do I want to do a recording. Cool, but uh, I it's got to be done in two weeks." Right. <laughs> See, that's so, why. That's part of the problem. Yeah, things take too long for me. <laughs> right. I need well, to get you know, done. I have ideas and I have them late, <laughs> so I need them done fast. <laughs> Hey, I mean, look at Death Be a Woman. That too. That, that that's too. that's the other thing, you know. That too. Was, I mean, that hey. was done in one night. Well, that well, was we wrote in one, one night, night re-recorded, recorded in one night, and then mixed in however long you took to mix it, um, over the course of a few days. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm guessing. You know, it was probably, it probably took you a few days at least. But what a great sounding! Like, I'm super proud of that. You know, Thanks, dude. And, um, yeah, I'm proud of it too. It's, it was fun. And it, just, it was a lot of fun. Man, it was super fun, and it, and it was easy. That's you've you got me honestly to. You're probably the reason that I'm more open to learning about this, because of working with you and seeing that things could happen quickly and things could happen easily, right? And and kind of being able to write in that, because like you've sat with me and seen how I write. It's very yeah. Like stream of conscious and all of a sudden, you know, just be like, ah, that's an idea. And, you know, like, yeah, if there's a guitar in my hand, it's like this, like, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Here's an it's, idea. It's 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 um, if you have a guitar uh, and this is no offense, uh, to, you know, so don't take any. But you I literally like, have riff diarrhea. I do. Yeah. 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 Which isn't a bad thing. No, but being it's able not a bad to, thing all the time. But yeah. <laughs> but, but being able to uh work with you and 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 kind of like see that like okay um having you go okay let's let's use that one <laughs> let's build on it right and that's what i yeah. would do in a in a normal situation um in a situation where i'm sitting down with a, an acoustic guitar because that's typically how i write i wouldn't have riff diarrhea I have riff diarrhea when I'm hearing a cool electric guitar sound and yeah. there's a drum beat that's looping and I'm just like, I could do this. I could do this. I could yeah. do this. Um, and, and I just kind of keep going and I keep hearing things. So in that situation, it's, it's probably important for me to at least for a while uh, have someone that can be like, okay, let's aim that. <laughs> let's, <laughs> okay, ADD. Let's <laughs> let's just work on the A. <laughs> there you go. And uh, you know, but um, but the frustration for me was always with an acoustic and stuff. As I start to try and record, that whole everything that you're doing while I'm just coming up with stuff is the stuff I don't want to do because it right. stops me from coming up with stuff. <laughs> Because I have yeah, to but, like, I gotta get, turn a computer on, and I gotta yeah, but bring you up a program, and then I gotta make sure that I'm plugged in, and then I gotta get a sound, and then I gotta. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why am I doing all this? And and I realize that I don't have to do all that. No, right? No. I don't have to do that. I just have to like stick with something and and use it as a tool to say this is the same thing as hitting voice memo on my phone. 
It's just a way that I can do it and then build off of it and exactly. use whatever I recorded on my phone because like you, I have 10,000 voice memos on my phone yeah. that I'll never listen to again because the one good idea that could have become something was in the middle of three of the same idea that was becoming something. Right. Right. Yeah. And I don't have a way to go back to it. And I can't use what I recorded on my phone for anything because right. it doesn't exist in a way where I can use it. So that's, that's one thing that I've definitely learned. And, and one of the things that pushed me to start um, creating a situation for myself where I can do something similar. I don't know if I'll ever like take to it the way that you did. Um, but between you and then also working on the first couple of Craving Strange records with Jimmy and seeing um, Jimmy Tasson, our drummer at the time, was doing everything and watching him struggle to make a record through like the only interface we had at the time was a little line six kidney shaped pod. And it was like version one of that pod. Yeah. And and we made, you know, the Sickest Monday record was made on that and Save Yourself was made on that. And uh, and most of A Life Exceptional was made on that as well. And Besides was made on that. And the bass parts <laughs> to uh, Careful the Landmines was made on that. You know, there was a lot of stuff. Vocal, everything was through that little thing because that was the interface that yeah. we had. And um, and he was one that was resistant to getting and getting and learning a new interface because it was like, well, I have this thing that works, right? And it's easy. And it was like that was a step further than me, where like, yeah, if I have one thing and it works, I don't ever have to change it. Cool. But then I also have the mindset of, is there something better out there? <laughs> is there something better? Because I yeah. am one of those too, uh, because. Everything in my life, I treat the same way I treat bags. <laughs> Backpacks. <laughs> I'm looking for newer, better, stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there uh, always is, and it's awesome. And I already, you know, I bought a, I bought a, um, a 22 track <laughs> mixer slash yeah. interface. Yeah. That, uh, that. Yes, you did. That right now makes me question if I like. I'm worried. <laughs> for the next Apple update because I'm like, it ain't going to work with that because it's already, you know, even though it's not that old, it's pretty much already obsolete. And I'm like, ugh, why don't yeah. I just pay somebody <laughs> and go to them and let them worry about buying all the new shit and upgrading and dealing with their stuff and I can just make music. Yeah. I remember when you take, <laughs> I, I remember vividly you texting me about this this uh purchase you made mm -hmm. um the interface and stuff and i was up in massachusetts uh at great wolf lodge and i pull in and i see all these texts and and the jen's getting the kids ready and i'm getting ready to get all the luggage out and uh you texted me and i'm looking at it and i'm like you gotta you gotta what <laughs> send 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 me a picture, right? And you sent me you sent me the Sweetwater thing, I, I and I think you you 
sent me like a few numbers, like figures of how much you paid and, and, and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, you sent me that. And the first thing I said back and Jen's like, Mike, we need to go inside. And I was like, just, just hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. The kids are, kids are in the freezing fucking cold. I, I interrupt lives. And, and I'm looking at this thing, and all I could say is, that thing is a fucking beast. Yeah. I'll yeah. talk to you in a bit. You did say that. <laughs> yeah. I got that text back, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I just remember it was looking what, at it, it and was, going. Uh, and, and I got to say, like, um, I love Sweetwater. Like, if you're a musician, then um, great. talk to the people there. They're awesome. My Sweetwater rep, his name's Jared. Mm-hmm. And uh, mine is Robert. Yeah, mine, mine's Jared, and I'm sure he wears khakis. Robert Koch. <laughs> um, I can't remember Jared's last name right now. Yeah, well, Robert Koch. Go right. on. <laughs> but um, I told him everything I wanted to do and what I was doing, and I think that my own hesitance to uh, to again fully embrace what we were about because this was this was just pre-covid right yeah so my mindset was still like all right um i'm getting rid of to to be able to do this i'm getting rid of our pa and our speakers and everything that we have in the studio to be able to rehearse and the most important thing to me is to be able to rehearse to rehearse and to write but i would also like to track if we can and I would really like to be able to live stream because we're trying to get into that. Um, I feel that that's where things are going and I want to do more stuff online. But tracking was also part of it. So it was like I mainly need something that we're that's going to be able to be an interface, but also I need it to be able to run rehearsals. I need to be able to run full volume rehearsals, but keep everything mic'd up to be able to record separate tracks for all of our stuff. So it needs to be 20 tracks because I need all the drums mic'd and I need, and we're, you know, we're going direct with our guitars and I need the mics. And I need all that stuff, but I also need to be able to live stream. I need it. So I was telling him all this stuff and he was like, all right, well, we have a couple things that do that. Um, Here's this one from, uh, you know, the one that I got. And then here was this other one that they had that was similar, but they weren't going to have it in stock for a couple more months. But it was still a mixer. It was still a big, like a physical mixer, knobs, everything. Um, because I was like, okay, if, if I buy something that's all digital and the digital aspect of it goes down, I don't have a way to run rehearsals. If I buy something that's analog with an interface and digital component, if the digital goes down, I can still run a rehearsal. I'm still analog and it still works. Right? So that was my concern. And, um, and so knowing that he pointed me towards this and he was like, it's got really good preamps on it, so when you do track, you're going to be able to use really good preamps if you want to. Um, it can be an interface that, and it's an interface 
that is a mixer but will also record 22 separate tracks which a lot of them don't uh, a lot of them do like a two-track mix down and so he's like this this will do everything that you want it to the first thing he pointed to me towards and the things that i saw at nam were more um like a basically an input box right that was also that had a had software and then i could right. all my mixing was done in software and that was just kind of like man if this goes down it's just a it's a brick and it doesn't do anything i can't plug it into anything i can't use it for anything yeah so that was my big worry there was i was like shit i can't i can't do this but uh at this point now i'm almost like maybe i should have gotten a small mixer to just run the mics and then gotten one of those things and used it as an interface. <laughs> Hindsight 2020. But again, that was pre-COVID. I, I literally, I got this thing a week before everything was shut down. Like, I had this thing for No, well, you received it. I received you, it. You purchased, you purchased it way before that. I remember I, no, I was, it was, I was in January. I, I chose it <laughs> yeah. way before. I got it... Um, well, no, you, you know what? You're right. I probably got it a couple. I probably got it two months before COVID. Um, so we set it up and we were running rehearsals. Right? right. But we hadn't set up anything else. We we like maybe hooked up a laptop because the plan was like, OK, get this, get this running, get a computer in here, whether it be a laptop or whether it be, you know, uh, a computer of some kind that we can just run recording software on. But we hadn't got there yet. And so once COVID hit, it was kind of like everything shut down and everything stopped. And, uh, and it was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I didn't get it in January because January was NAM, Right? And I got it. So right. I got it. I so got it, it must in have been March. I actually got yeah, it in March. Yeah, but you, 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 you chose it in chose It, it. it had yeah. to be in January. I chose it probably at the end of January I was when I came back from them. Freezing my ass off <laughs> when I got when I got the text from you. I just remember it being cold yeah. as hell. Um yeah. But yeah, so it was it was now looking back on it, hindsight at this point is I'm like, man, that might have been a a better move. It would have cost me more, which is honestly probably why Jared didn't suggest that to me. Um, because I was also buying, you know, powered speakers and I was also buying, like, right. I was buying a whole set yeah. of things and I was like, <clears throat> and I had just bought like a guitar from, and I was like, dude, I don't have money. I need, like, I need to do this as I need to do this, but I need to do this under this amount. And, uh, and so he was like, this will do it. <laughs> this is what you should do. But looking back on it now, I'm like, man, hmm. And I'm well, still, I mean, once we, I'm still like, huh, maybe we, I can do that. Once we sat down with it, though, um, but it does we everything. just figured it, does it out. Everything I would need it, to do. It, it will do everything that you need to do. It just doesn't do it, set it, and forget it. Right. Right. And that's, that's where I immediately start to lose interest. 
Right. Right. And I have to fight myself from, I don't know if anybody that's listening has that, but it's like, if I have a goal, then that goal is what I'm working on. All the stuff that's going to help me achieve that goal, all that stuff I have zero passion for. I don't care about at all. <laughs> right? It's a means to an end. <laughs> it's like, all right, I need to be able to record so that I can get songs out to people. Cool. What the board is means nothing to me. Like right. what what software I use, I don't give a shit. I don't want to learn 10 softwares to pick the best one. I want someone I know to to tell me like do this one and I'll show you how to use it. And then I'm like, "Oh, cool, perfect." I did that. You and did, then and I then you switched yours. But yeah. still, whatever. Then I found, it's fine. Because I was the one that went to different ones all right because yeah i'm sorry but like me i'm I just kind of like it. will it work cool i'll use it and and i don't care i don't care i don't care who makes my cables i don't give a shit oh, yeah i don't care who makes my cables i don't care what software i'm using i don't care what board i'm using right if it means i can create music and put it online and bring it to people then i'm good because i want to focus on the music that's my goal Right. Um, all the other stuff couldn't care less, which ends up being a problem because, <laughs> like, I'll get something, and the minute it doesn't, like, do what I want it to do, set and forget, or, like, do it in, a, in like, a clean and easy way, I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> because I just, man, I don't got time. I don't want to spend time learning a thing. Yeah, I get it. I right? get it, man. I learned a lot of things. I I don't want to learn yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Fucking nuts. You're 27. You've learned a lot of things. Right, I've learned a lot of things. Um, yeah. I I mean, I I I don't want to make whiskey in my backyard. I just want to fucking drink it. <laughs> right, right. No, I get that. I don't want to make whiskey myself. I I I I like I like getting a bottle and just off the cap comes and yeah. down it goes. You, you give me a documentary that shows me how it's made and I can watch somebody who's passionate about that do that. I love it. I get into their passion and that like makes me interested and I love that. Do I want to do it or learn it? Absolutely not. Not even a little. Yeah. <laughs> See, for me, for me, I felt like learning all this stuff and I guess it, to a degree it was for you. Right. It, um, it came a lot out of necessity and learning the softwares and learning the right. programming and stuff like that. Cause I got to a point and, and I've spoken about this and two people about this at, at nauseum at this point, but uh, you know, being a guy that wants to be in a band all the time uh, is a unique situation. Um, and the people who are the core people, um, will often stick around for a long time because even after their, that particular thing is done because they feel like, well, you know what? Like I need them. I need them for this to work, but. I needed to be in a place where I didn't have to 
I didn't have to rely on anybody anymore. Yeah, because it's an awesome place to be. For me, it, this the you know learning this stuff and creating this space and learning all this is and and getting all this rather um, was because it was like you know what music is always going to be a part of my life and you know writing heavy you know i'm just i'm not going to let anything deter me from doing that ever because that's what i love to do i enjoy it it's fun it 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 makes me happy and i don't want a group of people to define who i am and define what I want to do because there are a lot of really awesome and fun aspects about it. And, you know, like the dudes in something heavy, you know, this past week we were, we were writing some stuff that was brought in by other people. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing it. Um, everybody has to do that a little bit, but for me to that, there's something to, yeah, like, no man's an island. You know what I mean? Right. There are people that can play every instrument and they could write every part to every song. But when you get somebody else who is proficient or inspired or good at whatever it is that they do and they put that, however much they put it, but they put that on your thing, Right. It's it's something that you can't replicate. Something no. you wouldn't have done. Right. And um, sometimes it's not the what the song needs. Sometimes it's not what the thing needs. But a lot of times it is and it and it's something you wouldn't have thought of or it pushes you in a new direction. And that's right. the cool thing that separates music from like painting. <clears throat> Right. When right. Painting. It's you and it's you and the colors and the brushes and the canvas and you're creating when it's music. It's you and you've got those brushes and you've got that canvas, but you're inviting other people to add their colors and canvas to it. And sometimes and often I, I find that makes the art more interesting. Does it make it better? Sometimes, sometimes not. Does it make it more interesting? I think so. Every time. I I, I don't disagree. But at the same time, too, um, what a lot of bands and a lot of people fall victim to is the same personalities basically saying, well, this this isn't us. Or, you know. So, well, there has it's to great be a center that, vision, and everything has yeah. to be around that vision. I, right. I think. Right. So, what was cool for me is, you know, um, I brought in people. Yeah. You know, when I was writing by myself, I brought in people to to do just what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily have to have guitarist A because guitarist a thinks things should be a certain way all the time and that's that and 
that's just not how I feel a song is. So you and... can grab guitarist B. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's an important distinction too. I think that's where a band sometimes can fall short of being able to bring in different people. Right. Um, just because there's so many positives to a band. There's so many positives to a band. Um, and they, and I think, to me anyway, they vastly outweigh the negatives. Um, oh, yeah. I wouldn't be doing it still if that wasn't the right, case. Right, exactly. There's just, there's just so much to it. But uh, when, when you are writing and when you are bringing people in to, to assist you in writing, so to speak, or not, maybe not assist you, but contribute. Help, probably help color. Right, yeah. You're like, okay, I wrote this thing. Here it is. Um, and I want to see what perspective you're looking at it from, right? Being able to choose or even just try different people in, in those roles um, has got to be a very uh, inspiring thing because you'll get to hear different takes and you'll get to hear different things and you get yeah. to kind of like get different people's opinions on what you're doing. And that in itself can inspire you to do things. Oh, I'm going to take that approach for the next time. Or I learn a new perspective, you know, like craving strangers had a number of different band members. Right. And, um, to this day, I, when I write a song, I will think in my head like, okay, um, if I'm thinking about where I can go for like progression wise, if, I, if I'm trying to think of like where to go for a bridge, sometimes I'll think like, what would Tommy Balls do, right? Because I played with him so, many, so much and I know him so well as a player uh, that I can kind of key into that. And he taught me so much by being in a band with me. And then sometimes I'll even think like, okay, I'm, I'm writing some guitar textures over this. What would a Matta body do? You know, because he had such an interesting way of looking at things as a guitar player. And same thing with Frank. It's like, okay, what would Frank do here? Or what, what do I think Frank's going to do here? So when I write it, you know, he's my current guitar player. Where, where is he going to go? Where can I lay back? Where can I let things happen? And I think about stuff like that. But then when it comes to like when I was doing Jimmy's Blue Notebook and if I was going to do that again, I think the next time I would do that, I would kind of reach out to people and let them because I wouldn't want to do the same thing again. You know, I already did mm -hmm. that. Why would I do the same way? Um, much similar to the way like I have to say, I really appreciate how uh, how how Frank did um, adjusting the view, how he had different singers come in and yeah. do takes on on each song. Um, I would probably take it even further and be like, okay, before I get to the to the end and then bring someone on wh how how would I have someone kind of mess with this um, what would I have them do I'd, I'd find a keyboardist or I'd, I'd grab uh, my bass player from Crash Transit and I'd be like okay how would you approach this yeah you know or even as a singer I'd be like okay let me step away from it and give it to Phil right 
and how how's he gonna sing this song? I'm just gonna give him lyrics and I'm gonna give him the music. Yeah. And just see what melodies he come where does he come in? Yeah. Where's his one? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Things right. like that. Um at this point in my in my like art life are super interesting to me. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm I'm trying and I'm I'm trying really hard to kind of like let go of a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have let go. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the past, you know, uh, well, see, but that's at the that... same time, I'm trying to get better at doing everything the way that you are, um, to where I don't have to let go. I just can choose to. Yeah. And I've well, been the... in situations mostly where I've had to. Yeah. Well, see for me, for me, uh, you know, when I again, when I first came into this type of situation, again, it came out of necessity because mm-hmm. I was in a situation where I couldn't do any of that. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know what? I need to prove to myself, really. And and that's the challenge I laid out to myself was I want to make a record. And if I want to have somebody on it, I have somebody on it. If I don't want to have anybody on it, I, I, I won't. That's awesome. Um, and that's what it came to because, you know, that particular, you know, the the situation I was coming out of was, was one of those things where everybody's opinion was weighed. And everybody's yeah, opinion was equal, weighed equal, It was like an equal yeah, partnership equally. thing. Um, you know, and, and even with the last thing that I would, I did, it was, you know, mm-hmm. very much, uh, a democracy and, uh, you know, uh, not that it's a bad thing ever, but I think that think things get done a little bit easier, a little bit quicker, a little bit cleaner, uh, when you have somebody steering the ship and you, you know. I still want my the guys that I play with to have input for sure. That's that's huge because otherwise what other investment do you have in the band? Right. Um especially if you're not a hired gun. You know. But um but I I wanted to make sure that this particular band um stayed a little more the course that I was kind of directing it in um, versus that's smart. Yeah. Versus a, 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 you know, five equal parts or four equal parts um, because it just, it it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. I'll be somewhat controversial here and say that I don't think democracy works in bands. I don't at all. I I think, no, you're not, you're not like you're saying, man, uh, it's like you're saying a hundred percent. You gotta have, Someone has someone in your band, you know, and I'm speaking to the listeners that are in bands. Somebody in your band has a vision and they have a more put together vision. And if that's you, you need to um, communicate to the other people in your band that 
following that vision is the way to go and to go with it. And if it's not you, you need to follow that person's vision and see it through because whoever's got that vision also is the one that's going to be more capable of planning and executing because everyone else that has like ideas ideas are great ideas are awesome yeah but if you point your ideas towards that vision there's a better chance of them getting done if right. your ideas are always uh counter to the person with a vision because you're trying to assert your your will or trying to show that you're equal um nothing's going to get done nothing's ever going to get done every band someone's got a vision someone's right. got an idea someone is better at communicating that vision and idea than the other people in the band and there's nothing wrong with that and that doesn't demean anybody else in the band it just means that's the person that you circle the wagons around and that's the person that your job is to help push that vision because they right. have a direction and you've got to go with that and um and that's where i think like you're absolutely taking the right methodology with this one um my bands have always ha been pointed in the direction that i'm pointing them in uh, always right when it comes to the writing and the music and all that kind of stuff i've i've always kind of like been like okay let's everybody's free to do what they want and then we'll kind of figure out where it's going to go from there and i like that aspect of it i really do but as far as like like you're saying um getting things done and and having a direction and having a vision and having it like move and not be halted uh i think that like everything you said is absolutely like that's how it has to be it oh, can't yeah. be a democracy when you're in something where everyone has a say nothing gets done if everyone has a say too many or if everyone has an equal say <laughs> right yeah it's uh it creates tough times it definitely does but yeah you know we figure it out and uh with that here we are stumbling upon our second hour yeah I think this is probably a good uh, two episodes, and we I should probably so um, we should probably go ahead and 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 say like episode one is random and episode two is uh, music and yeah. recording, and we should probably record uh, intros to both of those separately once we stop yeah. this. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, so I'm feeling that too. So now that you've taken a peek behind the curtain. This is yeah. the second episode, but we're going to record the, the intro to this or episode. Maybe the <laughs> we're going to record the intro to this episode after we record the outro. Yes. Get ready to Tarantino it. Anyway, he is James. Yes, he is Mike. Craving Strange. I am Mike. Something heavy. Something heavy. Together. We have been. We are. Bacon is my passion, and this is Strangerhood TV, or Bacon is my podcast. Both of them. Edit it. 
I'm not editing that. <laughs> I'm so not editing that. Yeah. All right. It's it's it's, it's video and audio. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's vocal and oral. 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 That's a funny word. All right. See you next time, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, please, um, I don't know if we're on uh, iTunes or anything like that yet, but at some point we will be. So if we are, when you hear this, please leave a five-star review because that just helps us get um, heard by more people. It really honestly helps us. It helps with the algorithm and push us up in there. And if you're watching this on Strangerhood TV, uh, hit like, hit subscribe, and hit the bell. Hit the bell so that you know when more stuff comes out because, again, it just helps us get heard. So if you're wondering how you can help us, that's how. And it's that easy. So uh, do it. Or you're a dick. I don't know. Yeah. Or you hate it, which is okay. And that's if you okay. hate it, don't. Don't why are you listen why'd you listen this long? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. That was long. Yeah. Alright, goodbye guys. See ya.